0: A life is built of small victories and small failures, and you want to have more victories than failures, and you want to learn from your failures. In a basketball game, you have to to do that very quickly. The immediacy of the lesson is really the challenge for the team when you're an underdog. If you can learn your lessons very quickly and you can adapt, then you can gain the advantage. Obviously, with a very young team, they're not experienced at doing that. But, you know, hopefully that's where the experience of the coaching staff can bring them along as quickly as possible.
1: The goal for the Philippines at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics is simple, our first gold medal. And while the games are delayed due to coronavirus, the country's top athletes stay motivated to achieve their Olympic dreams. Hi, I'm Beatrice Goh. And this is targeting Tokyo. Stories of Filipino Olympic hopefuls. Just when Philippine basketball thought its Olympic hopes vanished, a pleasant surprise came. Gila's Pilipinas will get a crack for a Tokyo 2020 Olympic berth. The Samahang Basketball ng Pilipinas or SBP received news that New Zealand. Pulled out of the FIBA Olympic Qualifying Tournament, or OQT, the Philippines replaced New Zealand by virtue of being the next highest-ranking team from the asia oceania region. Gilas Pilipinas Program Director Tab Baldwin said the team received the news while training in a bubble in Calamba, Laguna for the FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers.
0: If I remember correctly, we received news while we were in the bubble. And so we really just didn't really change anything that we were doing. Just tighten up our shoes a little bit tighter and be thankful for the opportunity and realize that win or lose, it's going to be phenomenal experience, particularly for our younger players. But the opportunity exists for us to win. And the reward is spectacular. The opportunity to to walk into the Olympic Games. So we can't take one step lightly. We can't look at it and say, oh, we don't deserve to be there. We're not good enough to be there. We have to stand up to the mark and look to our left and look to our right and see truly wonderful international basketball teams. And if we ever hope to be counted amongst these teams, then we have to start by going out and competing against them and, and trying to shock them. So that that's our goal, and we're not going to back off of that goal in spite of what many people think of us being severely outmatched.
1: This is not the first time Coach Tab is leading the Philippines in the Olympic qualifiers. In 2016, the country hosted the OQT for the Rio Olympics. He mentored an all-PBA player squad to size up against New Zealand and a France team led by NBA veteran Tony Parker.
0: Well, I'd been a part of several national teams by that time and and participated in, I was a veteran of international basketball and I approached it the way that I approach most international tournaments. And that was to prepare the team to be as basic as possible because you don't have to be terribly complex in international play because you only see teams one time usually. And there isn't a tremendous amount of preparation that goes in to specific opponents. So really, we focused a lot on ourselves. And and then we spent a lot of time looking at France as well, because they were our first opponent. And uh, my recollection of that tournament primarily was what a tough draw that we got, because we had to play France on day one and New Zealand on day two, which means we played the eventual winner of the OQT, France and very little preparation in terms of you know we never saw them play or anything like that other than in video and New Zealand got to rest and watch us play France and we played our hearts out in that game and then the next day we had to play a New Zealand team that had scouted us very well
1: and Gilas Filipinas lost both games
0: and with no rest and they played with all the rest in the world so it was a really tough draw but that's the way it goes somebody has to have that tough draw and in that OQT it it happened to be us and it certainly didn't help us but at the end of the day I think France was always going to be the class of that tournament and a very difficult team for anybody to displace in terms of gaining that that single berth to go to the Olympics.
1: But this was also the first time Coach Tab witnessed the country's passion for basketball.
0: Great atmosphere. I remember we played the last game on the first day. And I remember when the team walked into the MOA Stadium, the crowd was probably 90% there watching the game before us. And when the Gilas team walked in, they gave us one of the most stirring rounds of applause that I've ever experienced. And it was tremendously uplifting for the team. And I, I'm sure it helped us play, you know, what I thought and what many thought was a really good game of basketball against France. But as I said, you know, at the end of the day, they were they were the classier team with guys like Tony Parker and Rando DiColo and Boris Diaw and Rudy Gobert. You know, they had a star-studded NBA-laden team and uh, they were just a little too much for us on the day.
1: With a new challenge ahead for Tokyo, Coach TAB and the rest of Gilas Pilipinas aim to defy all odds with an all-amateur team It's hard to imagine an all-amateur team in the Olympics With uncertainty surrounding the PBA, SBP decided to retain an all-cadet squad for major tournaments this year including the OQT even with his vast experience in international basketball, this is the first time Coach Tab will be leading a team with no professional basketball experience. So it's no surprise why many Filipino basketball fans are doubting their capabilities.
0: We can find a lot of reasons to talk about how this team is outmatched, how they're undermanned, how that this is David versus Goliath. We can paint that picture very easily. But it doesn't really do us any good. What we have to do is we have to look far and wide for those examples in the history of sports where the super underdog team stepped up to the mark and and on the day they were the better team. And we have to do that not only once, but we have to do it four times. And that's the task. And we're not gonna back down from the task.
1: The Philippines will take on Serbia on its home court and the Dominican Republic. The top two teams of each group will advance to the semifinals and the winner of the final will earn the ticket to Tokyo. But Coach Tab knows what this young team has can fuel a campaign that can make the country proud.
0: Tremendous passion and and what I'm really impressed with is the spirit that they have considering the daunting task. I'm sure that The first time Sir Edmund Hillary looked up at the the peak of Mount Everest, he probably thought, what am I doing here? And then he went ahead and climbed it. And he only did that because he had a tremendous spirit of adventure, a tremendous competitive spirit. And I see the same thing in our young players. Now, that's not to say that, that we're going to be able to climb this particular mountain, but I know that what they're not going to do is get to the starting line And then hide in fear of what they're going to confront. I know that these young players are going to go out there with a fiercely determined attitude, knowing they represent themselves, their families, and the country of the Philippines. And and I'll be very, very proud of them, as I'm sure the country will, when they stand up to the challenge of these great basketball nations.
1: Instead of focusing on weaknesses, Coach Tab is tapping into the strengths of these young players.
0: Well, I think that there's only so much we can do to, I guess, bridge the gap between the physicality of experienced mid-20s to mid-30s professional basketball players. There's only so much we can do to bridge the experience gap. There's only so much we can do to bridge the skills gap. But I believe that the one area that really is within our control is the intelligence gap. And I know that part of that is experience, but part of it is also studying the game, becoming students of the game, understanding our own team's strengths and weaknesses, understanding our opponent's strengths and weaknesses, and finding every potential weakness that we can in our opponents and learn how to exploit those. And this is a very difficult task, particularly for younger players. But we realize that we're not all of a sudden going to gain 10 years of experience. We're not all of a sudden going to get an extra hundred international games under our belt. So this is really what we have to do. This is the challenge. And we've been working on this and we will continue to work on this as we will continue to work on our skills and the concepts that we play the game under and and uh, get in the weight room and try to you know, become as physically strong as we possibly can. So. I, I mean, all of these things we have to do, all of these things we are doing, and we certainly have the enthusiasm and the uh, unbridled passion of young players who love a challenge. And even though the challenge is exceptionally daunting, we don't really see a downside for these players or for our program. We, at a minimum, will gain irreplaceable experience from these games in the OQT. We just couldn't leave any stone unturned in our preparation. We really don't have a margin of error. So given the players available here in the Philippines for Gilas at this time, we really have to do everything to sort of reach for the impossible dream. But every second of the way, you have to believe that it's possible. And we do. And we, uh, we're excited by the opportunity to pursue that dream.
1: Though the current Gilas players have no professional experience, Coach Tab gathered the country's top amateur talents. Six-foot-ten Ivorian center Angelo Kawame, who was vital in Ateneo's three-peat title romp in the UAAP, was granted a Philippine citizenship. He can now represent the Philippines in FIBA tournaments as a naturalized player.
0: I think every time that the Philippines enters into an agreement with a foreign person and and they're going to come here and devote themselves to Philippine basketball. It's exciting for both parties. And Anja is very young. Anja is going to have a uh, learning process in international basketball. He's not going to come in and be the same player in 2021 that he will be in 2030. Nine years from now, he's going to be a dramatically different player who will be offering Gilas and Philippine basketball something quite different. But it's exciting to be part of that journey. And I know that Anj is incredibly honored. He's, he's very humble in his approach to becoming a Filipino. And I know that he has his heart set on helping Gilas achieve things that they've never achieved to this point. So I really believe this is a good match. I believe that we have to be patient with this match. And, and nobody really wants to be patient. But if we're prudent, we will be. And That in the long run, I think that I know that Anj is a winner already because of achieving this goal for himself and his career. But I think the Philippine basketball community and Gilas will also be winners because Anj is a tremendously fine young man. He's going to be an outstanding basketball player and it's going to be an exciting match with Anj and Gilas.
1: But without the opportunity to play games for more than a year, there will be some adjustments when Anj gets onto the court with Gilas.
0: It's difficult to improve much when you're simply not playing games and you're not in group practice environment. But Anj has done a lot of work individually. He's maintained his fitness very well. He's bigger and stronger than he was uh, back in 2019. But from a skill standpoint, he still needs a lot of work. And I think that's where that lost year is very, very unfortunate for all of us and for Ange, because that year of skill development and games in the UAAP would have been invaluable to him right now. But, you know, we just can't sit back and cry about something like this when there are people out there that are suffering from things that are far, far worse than you know the naturalization process of a basketball player. And, and so, yes, there are lost opportunities and, and yes, it hasn't been ideal, but Let's keep it in perspective and be thankful that Anj has made this commitment and the Philippine government has uh, made this concession to allow Anj to become a citizen and and applaud the fact that he is very honored.
1: With a young team like this, Coach Tab is intent in raising everyone on the squad to be a leader. More importantly, Coach Tabs idea of leadership is changing the way Filipinos view it in basketball.
0: We should dispel the theory that star players are good leaders. That that is as false as any theory that there is. Leaders are leaders by their own right, irrespective of their talent or performance level. Mike Nieto who played behind 30 Ravenna through most of his UWAP career is the best leader that I've been around here in the Philippines and He leads through example. He leads through being the most coachable guy on the team. He leads through tremendous effort. And he always makes sure that he is responsible for his own mistakes. He makes other people accountable for their mistakes. But he never runs and hides when he is the one who has made the mistake. He's the first guy to put his hand up and apologize and say, as a leader, I have to be better than that and then go on and improve. So he really has grasped the role and the methodology of great leadership. And, you know, that's an invaluable element to the Gillis pool and when we put this team together for our upcoming challenges.
1: While some of them are natural leaders, Coach Tab has already seen others start to step up to the role.
0: Certainly, Matt and Mike Nieto are natural leaders. They're vocal leaders. They assume the mantle of leadership and expect people, either by force of will or by good example, to follow them. I think R.J. Aberrientos is going to be an outstanding leader. I think Jordan Heading is going to be a very good leader. I think Anj Kwame down the road is going to be a very good leader, who, through their work ethic and through their exemplary play or their toughness, are also leaders in their own right. And and to be honest, you can never get enough leaders. So it is an important role, particularly with young players. And one that we have some very, very good material in our pool of players to be able to anoint players into leadership roles and formalize that process.
1: But Coach Tab still wants to push players like Dwight Ramos, who has led the squad performance-wise in the FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers, to soon take on a leadership role
0: we all have all seen now as an outstanding talent in the game of basketball, but you are 100% right. He is quiet to a fault. And we have challenged Dwight that because of his prominent playing role, he's a very intelligent player, I might add as well. And because of that, he should be taking on a leadership role. And to this point, he hasn't. I mean, certainly leads by example, and he's a great young man and very, very easy to coach. But we want him to be more vocal. We want him to put pressure on his teammates to raise their standard of play, both across the board every time they come to practice, but also in the moment uh, within games and within practices to call people out for lack of effort or uh, lack of attention to detail. And to this point in time, Dwight has not really answered that call yet. So it's his personality, but we're asking him to move beyond his personality and become the kind of leader that from his role on the court will be a great benefit to the team. And I believe that he wants to do that. And I think that he is working through the process of trying to overcome a very humble and a very quiet personal nature. And he can't do it overnight, but we will see. And I have an expectation that he will do it. So he knows what it's like to have my expectations above his head. So I'm, I'm optimistic that we're gonna get there.
1: Philippine basketball has experienced plenty of heartbreaks in the past, not only in the 2016 Olympic qualifiers, but also in the 2019 FIBA World Cup, where the country finished dead last. But Coach Tab strongly believes things are going to be different for this team.
0: There's no second chance. This is their chance, and they are the ones going out there. They are not impacted by what's happened in the past, they're not impacted By what's going to happen in the future and they do a great job of staying in the moment accepting the challenge of every practice accepting the challenge of every coach when the coaches try to teach them how to do things better how to understand things better and that's the way forward for this basketball team not to broaden their view and try and see everything at once and and not even to think about the olympics they need to think about one possession at a time and If anybody says, can you score on Serbia? The answer is obviously yes. And if anybody says, can you get one defensive stop against Serbia? The answer is obviously yes. Well, if you can do it once, can you do it multiple times? And the answer is yes. And from that, you build a structure that looks like winning the game against these great teams. So that's where our focus is. And we're not going to broaden that and, and... bring other views into our, our focus, which is going to distract us.
1: And no matter the result, this young Gilas team will just keep pushing forward.
0: After the game is over, win or lose, we will do our best and then we will be humble no matter what the outcome is, knowing that there's another game the next day and another game the next day and so on until, you know, we play our last game, whenever that will happen to be, and uh, then we'll be judged by everybody and hopefully we will look favorably in the eyes of most people that judge us
1: wow wasn't that inspiring there's just so much hope for this young gilas team and how they are changing the game of philippine basketball with coach tab so thanks for tuning into the seventh episode of targeting tokyo up next We'll be learning the story of Chris Vares, who became the first Filipino rower in 20 years since Benji Tolentino, to qualify for the Olympics. You really don't want to miss this, so follow Targeting Tokyo on Spotify, and hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts to stay updated every Sunday. Don't forget to rate this show and leave a review. Again, I'm Beatrice Gaw, and this is Targeting Tokyo. Stories of Filipino Olympic hopefuls